0: Three, two, one. I'm really nervous. Are you? No. (laughs) I just wanted to start it with that. So you had that as a reference point. Okay. Okay.
1: This is season two of a podcast where I talk to people about the things they're obsessed with. This is Mega Man 3 title theme playing in the background. You'll find out why later. My name is Marcus Privet, and this is my obsession. are starting off my obsession season two right now with this episode and I have been very excited to do this episode with one of my best best friends JT Jones his obsession what is it just give me just give me two words or one is it spelled in two words or one it's uh it's two words what is what are those two words about mega man (laughs) mega man (laughs) get ready to talk about mega man not mega men no not there's not many men just There's one. only one Mega Man. There's only one Mega Man. But many Man.
0: versions of him, but we'll get into that.
1: We'll get into that. Uh, JT, JT's love of Mega Man, I was thinking about doing it for season one, couldn't squeeze you in, but what a great kickoff for season two. Yeah. And the great thing about this episode right now is we are sitting on the hotel floor. Is this the hotel floor? I, it's. <laughs> I don't even know what floor it is. It's floor two. Floor two well, floor of two. the Gaylord National Hotel for the annual MAGFest convention, standing stands for Music and Gaming Festival. JT and I have each come to MAGFest together for the past three years. You've come for the past four years. Right. And they love Mega Man here.
0: Love it. So this is the sixth year in a row that MAGFest has done the Mega Manathon, which is a four-day-long marathon of people playing, different people coming in, spending their time to play Mega Man games all the way through and they raise money for different charities. I think this year they're raising for kids play like they've done the past year. Yeah yeah.
1: Child's play? Child's play? Kids play? (laughs) Something like that. Synonyms. Yeah. (laughs) And so we are sitting about I'd say 50 feet, 60 feet from the stage of the Mega Manathon marathon Mm -hmm. happening right now. It's being streamed online if anybody anybody wanted to come in and see the archives. Yeah it's on on twitch.tv so you can
0: find the the different games that they're playing, and they, they should have them all archived. We're actually uh, pretty prominent in last year's yes, Mega Manathon. This is true. <laughs> in Mega Man X and the Mega Man X Four, because uh, we were very loud when Gerard the Completionist was playing, we were we were cheering him on nonstop.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. maybe we can tell that story. Maybe later. we could talk about that. So first, okay, I'm assuming that many people listening to this, uh, maybe they're familiar with the character of Mega Man. Yeah. Maybe. Could be because we're without visual tools. Mm-hmm. Is that's the gonna be tough? Blue kid robot, right? So, <laughs> start start us off. <laughs> so, if I don't know anything about Mega Man, yeah, pitch
0: him to me. So, the best way to describe him is he does look like a blue robot. Okay, and he has a human-like face. So it looks like a guy just in a blue mask. Or Mega a blue... Man is a robot. Mega Man is a robot, yes. but he looks like a regular anime character wearing blue armor and a blue helmet. So the best way to describe Mega Man as a character is he is the blue bomber is what they call him <laughs> because he has an arm cannon and we'll talk about all the different things he can do with it but his main things is he can run, he can jump, and he can shoot and he has a little arm cannon that shoots out little pellets that look like lemons. People call them lemons all the People time. People call
1: them the lemon pellets. The, the lemon the pellets. The pew-pews. I've heard, I've heard them called too. The pew-pews, right? Yeah. So Mega Man is a platformer game. Okay, and if so, you, yeah, so when you platformer. say game,
0: video game. Video game, right. Whenever we talk about games, we'll talk about video games. There is um, a Mega Man
1: board game. There is. Can't say I've played it. <laughs> yeah, I haven't it. I wonder if they it. have it here, up on the board game. They floor. have. They played it at the Mega Manathon. There this is. morning at 7 a.m. they did it. I wasn't here for that. I thought, no, you were not. And then so, when you say platformer, right, so, talk to me more about that.
0: So I'm sure most people, <laughs> if they are familiar with video games, they would know the super mario brothers game the original nintendo game that came out in 1985 for all those who like dates (laughs) and um so super mario bros everybody knows the whole point of that is to get from point a to point b and you have to jump around platforms and either jump on enemies or make long jumps to jump over pits or to climb ladders and it's a platform game because it's made up entirely of platforms Every now and then you can defeat an enemy either by jumping on it or shooting a fireball at it or something like that. Yeah. But the whole point of it is to get from A to B by jumping on platforms, and that's where the name Platformer came from. Um, Mega Man came out two years after Super Mario Bros., and that's essentially all it was, except they added on the feature that you could shoot enemies from afar.
1: Um, Developed by a company named Capcom. Capcom right. That's right. Um, Have that Capcom done the... anything big up until Mega
0: Man? What were they... I don't think so. They've probably done a couple fighting games that didn't really take off.
1: Mega Man is easily their early gem. Yeah, Yeah, it's easily probably one
0: of their bigger franchises, too, I would say.
1: Right. Just because it's been around for so long, they're still
0: developing. They have so many different series and Yeah.
1: Mega Man just turned 30 this year, actually. They did, yeah. They they kicked off MAGFest this year with a 30th birthday party to Mega Man on Thursday afternoon, which I wasn't here for. I wasn't here for either. Yeah. So... So Mega Man is a platformer. Mega Man's a platformer. Like Mario. Just like Mario. But so he can of shoot like, unlike Mario. Unlike Mario. Unless Mario, Mario has fireballs.
0: Right. <laughs> I hope you're taking
1: notes. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: So with Mega Man, the whole purpose of the game is to beat the end boss. And before you beat the end boss, you have to beat the robot masters before it. So the whole story behind it is there's an evil doctor scientist named Dr. Wily. He creates all these different robot masters and they turn evil, quote, and Mega Man is developed by a doctor named Dr. Light, and he's... To combat Dr. Com- Wily. Exactly, to save the Earth from... That's the general over-arc. There's tons right. of different story points in there, but yeah. if you have a Mega Man game or a Mega Man X game, the majority of it is going to be beat these robot bosses and then beat their creator or some form of that. So, the very first Mega Man, the story is very, very vague. It's one of those games where you had to read the instruction booklet in order to find out right. who you are, why you are doing this, yeah, and who you're right. beating and all that. But Mega Man 1 starts out with six bosses, and they're all robot masters. They have different names. Gutsman, Man, Ice Man, Fire Man, um, Bomb Man, and
1: um, Electra, or Elect I, Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have six of these bosses. And all of these robot masters are going against Mega Man. Right. Right.
0: And each of them had their own stage. So just like with Mario, where you start out on the first stage, World 1-1, which most people, if they play Mario, Mario that's the one that you are most familiar with because that's the very first one. Mega Man has these six bosses. You pick which boss you want to fight. And which is fascinating. Yeah, you get to pick which level you, pick, you start on. So there's no first level. It's whichever one you want to start on. And that robot master that you pick, let's say you pick Gutsman. That's normally the first one that people start out with. Um, you go to his stage. It's kind of like a big uh, pathway or big journey or start um, or just a level to get to the master. So you have to go through his entire stage. Everybody's stage is different. They have different enemies, different puzzles, different knickknacks and traps and stuff like that. Um, so you have to go, there. probably if, if you don't die at all, it would be about maybe anywhere between five and ten minutes but the thing about Mega Man especially the first one is it's tough because you have a lot of obstacles a lot of traps that you have to get through mainly the biggest part is uh, pits of death and um, leaps of faith where you say okay Mega Man can jump this far and this high somebody who's not used to it they're just going to fall into a pit and die multiple times which it's the point of a video game you're going to lose a whole lot and then you're going to win
1: eventually that's right Um, and Mega Man's no exception so the Let's talk about the choosing the level thing because that's yeah. pretty unique to Mega Man from the way I understand right. it, and that's what kind of many things make it mm-hmm. innovative from a game design perspective. Right. But talk about the general format so, of fighting the robot masters. So, since most people are always comfortable with Mega Man,
0: or, um, with Super Mario, I'll reference back there a whole that's, lot that's because open. that's the very basic platformer: point A, point B, beta level. Point A, point B, beta level. Right. It's a very simple formula. So, Mega Man. Um, like we said, you can pick which level you start on. There's no obvious beginning. There's no obvious last level you want to pick. You pick whichever one you want, and then you
1: defeat that Robot Master. Which you have no idea going into it, If what's even oh, a yeah. good... Yeah, the first, the first time
0: you play, you just pick whichever one looks cool. Yeah. There's, no, <laughs> yeah. there's no, hey, start here hint or tutorial. Yeah. So you go through, you beat that Robot Master eventually. You then get that Robot Master's weapon. You get a power-up, essentially. Um, and that's what makes Mega Man so cool is you get stronger, and you get better, and you get more cunning throughout your time playing it. And each time you play it, you can pick different pathways, you can pick which weapon you want to get first, or which Robot Master you want to defeat, and you go in whichever order you want. Because each time you defeat a Robot Master, you get their weapon, now you can use that weapon in every other stage. So like I said, Mega Man 1, you have six different Robot Masters. Yep. That means by the end of beating all six of those Robot Masters, you now have six more weapons. And each enemy and each boss and each each level, you're going to have different weaknesses and different benefits for each of these weapons. So that's what makes, in my opinion, Mega Man so exciting, is that you're seeing the progression. You're seeing you, yourself as a player character, in Mega Man's shoes, getting stronger and better unless you can't beat the first level, then it gets a little defeating. <laughs> that's but, right. But, and, that's, and that's the core concept around Mega Man is you get stronger, everybody has a weakness, but you have to find out what that weakness is. And that's that's what I love about Mega Man, at least. It's not just cut and dry, get, start here, end here. Mm-hmm. It's how do you want to get there? You, do yeah. you want to use the weapons to give yourself an advantage? Do you want to just go through with your... With your regular arm cannon, with those lemons, do you want to just use the weakest point? Do you want to go a different path and not even use weaknesses? Right. um, In order to beat the game, the game can be as hard or as easy as you
1: want it to be. Right. As depending on whichever route you want to take. Exactly. So, and but of course, over the I mean, Mega Man just turned thirty. Yep. Over the years, people have found out easy paths, hard paths, creative paths. When so, when I first played Mega Man. I went online and looked, and I ch- was able to just choose different paths that people would recommend. Right. So I think yeah. my experience wasn't the, as cruel yeah. and grueling as right. the person in the 1986.
0: Yeah, because you imagine late 80s, early 90s. No even internet. Even late 90s, you have no internet. You Dark ages. Word of mouth, or you have to buy a guide, right. or uh, wait for Nintendo Power to come out, which has a little hint section, and you find out there, oh, Elect Man is weak against this weapon, or right. uh, Bomb Man is weak against Fire Man's weapon. Um, you don't know that going in unless you just do um, trial and error. If it's the first time playing a Mega Man game, that might be the coolest thing about it is finding out. And you're getting better while doing it. And you're getting better, yeah. Yeah. It might get frustrating because if you you only have one new weapon, you go and you beat a Robot Master and you find out the weapon you had wasn't effective against him and you lose, well, then you just go to a different level. Right. It would get very, very time-consuming at that point. But, I mean, that's part of the fun, too, because at that point you're not going off of a guide. You're making your own... You're making your own notes. Yeah. You're finding out. You are feeling so successful as a player. What's, like, what's more exciting about a puzzle? Is it the act of actually doing the puzzle, the two-hour-long work that you're putting into it, or is it the final result, that one final picture? Um, and that really, depending on which way you look at it, that will right. kind of determine if you would even like these types of games or not. But like we said, in, in today's modern era, you can just look up the best way to run through a game if you just want to complete it for the first time or just experience it but yeah. um, But again, even though you have the easiest path set in front of you and you have somebody saying, use this weapon against this boss, use this weapon on this level you can even go through and say I'm not even going to use weapons I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give myself a little bit more of a challenge for that's where the versatility of the game
1: yeah. comes into play it's very flexible in, right. that regard, in a ways that Mario couldn't be mm-hmm. Right. do you remember your first Mega Man? Uh, I do. So bring me... So you, you talk about doing the puzzle, figuring mm-hmm. out trial and error, whatever. Did you right. have one of those moments as a kid growing up? So I
0: grew up not on the original Mega Man that we're talking about. I grew okay. up on Mega Man 2 and Mega Man
1: 3. Okay.
0: Um, before I can remember, we had a Nintendo Entertainment System, the original gray box
1: in the house, and Mega Man so 2 th- and 3. Before we Before we get into this... Oh, gosh. You, you mentioned... You mentioned Mega Man 2 and 3. Yeah. What? There are sequels? There are many Mega Man. Okay, so let's. Mega Man. Mega Mega Man's. Man's. Mega Man's. Mega
0: Man's. (laughs) So many Mans.
1: There are sequels. The first one came out in 1986. 1985, 1986. 1985, 1986. And. Or 1987. Then Mega Man 1 through 6 comes out on Nintendo. Right. This is the great Nintendo that you just
0: referenced. mm -hmm. And this is going to be known as the Mega Man series. The original Mega Man, the one that we talked about, the small blue guy, um, very iconic. When you see
1: see Mega Man, normally you see that pixelated guy. Okay, so let's stop there and now take us back into Mega Man 2 and 3 as a child. Okay. So again, their sequels,
0: they're the same looking guy, same music, it's all chip tunes. They can only use three instruments at a time or three different waveforms. So it's very, every Nintendo game has that iconic, kind of grainy, wiry, 8-bit, 8-bit chiptune that's the best way to describe it but you know when you hear it it's very electronic it's very techno is the best way to describe it but but playing these games Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3 they were hard I mean when I was a kid how old were you I I must have been about five or six when I started playing okay I don't remember ever beating the game when I was a kid (laughs) Um, I remember getting to the end stages, like I was saying, after you beat the certain number of robot masters, then you get to the final stages where you beat the final boss, the guy who created them. I don't ever remember playing that, those <laughs> boss stages when I was a kid, because this game was so hard. Yeah, I have vivid memories of having the Game Gear adapter that I would put the oh, the wow. game in. So. Before cheat codes, before uh, modifications to games, you could use the Game Genie, and it would literally change the code of the game right. at, uh, for that certain playthrough. And I would always do the one where I could uh, run through the game without any damage taken, and I would never <laughs> run out of energy for my weapons. Um, but the thing is, it would never save you from pitfalls, so I would always fall in a pit and have to restart. Yeah. And so some of the puzzles would still be there and still be present really hard, but um, yeah, when I was a kid, Mega Man 2 and 3, the music, the bosses, even the layout, the color schemes of the levels, like that sticks out in my mind a whole lot. Like, huh. I can always remember um, the Snake Man. Snake Man was a boss in Mega Man 3. Yeah, he's the first one you're supposed to fight. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they would say, if that, you wanted to go the, the easy route. The right. easy route, right. I remember Snake Man, uh, the very upbeat, hardcore music playing behind with the, the reptile-looking floor below you, everything's green, you actually fight snakes in the level. Yeah. Um I that is the one that always jumps out of my mind whenever I think of Mega Man three. I don't know what it is about it, but even the the ground, there's a point where the ground starts moving up and down like it were made like it were a snake. Yeah. It's actually moving and that always like blew my mind. I was like, wow there that I would have never thought of, you know, something like that being so simple yet so cool when I was a kid.
1: And the idea um, of like the Snake Man, Robot Master. This is his lair, and you're charging it. And there's exactly. snake floors. It's,
0: it's like, hey, this is my home. Like, does does the Robot Master have to go through this every time he wants to go to his, you know, his room, or yeah. um, does he have like a secret passageway that he? But Man. yeah, you're he's Snake Man, and you're Mega Man. You got to deal with it. You got to go in the hard way. <laughs> you got to go um, in the hard way. <laughs> so uh, something else I'll mention real quick. Yep. About the bosses, uh, the, or the Robot Masters. I'll refer to them both the entire time. So they have a small room that they're in and they actually use the weapon. Most of the time it's the weapon that you are going to get from them if you defeat them. They'll use that weapon against you. I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah. So just like with Snake Man, um, the only thing that he does is he jumps around the room. If he touches you, you take damage. Um, and he also shoots out snakes and they go directly on the ground. They crawl along the ground on the walls. And if you touch those, then you take damage. So you actually get to see what weapon you're going to get and you kind of it's being used against you and it's a little bit it's a little bit more rewarding in that aspect when you defeat that master because you're like okay I've earned this I now have your weapon it's passed on to me so now after you defeat snake man you can use that weapon and uh, they all have different um, different names and yeah you fire snakes and they travel along the wall or the floor and then the walls and and anybody just like snake man exactly just like snake man so it's like you're taking all these different um, bosses that you defeat and you're becoming the ultimate robot master yourself
1: to take on, to Dr. take Wiley.
0: on, yeah, the guy who created all of these. So you're kind of compiling all these weapons to become super strong, and you're taking it on to the, to the guy who created each individual one. So it's like, yeah, ha- put yourself in Doctor Wily's shoes, the evil guy. All these things you created, all of a sudden they're destroyed and turned against you in a way.
1: That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. But then the tradition of the Mega Man games is that he lets him survive at the end. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like he's he's like like that Batman, Spider Man, like I'm not gonna kill you, type thing. I can't bring myself to kill the bad guy. So then Mega the next Mega Man game comes out, and Wily has made
0: Wily's got another
1: eight robots. Eight eight robots that you got to fight, and you say I got to do this all over again. Exactly.
0: And again, the storyline changes every now and then. Like, oh, this is a Robot Master competition, and all of them got like infected with a virus or some flu. Robot flu, I think, is one of them. Uh, robo influenza. It's, it's stupid. Um, I mean, but again, and to be clear,
1: <laughs> Mega Man. The strength of Mega Man games is not the story. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's 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 the here's eight robot masters. Beat them. Beat Doctor. W- exactly. Beat Doctor Wily or whatever. Doc, I think one of the games. Spoiler alert. The, one of the games. They say, oh, the, this alien is the giant boss at the end. It's actually Doctor Wily or <laughs> right. uh, Doctor X or Doctor. Uh, Kasu or something like that, is the final boss. Uh, it's, it's Dr. Wily. It's always Dr. It's Wily. always It always comes back Dr. Wily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he keeps getting away with it, keeps escaping from jail, and makes more Robot Masters. That's right. He's got the resources, man. He yeah. can't hide
1: money. That's right. So you played Mega Man 2 and 3 as a kid. Yep, 2 Did and 3 Did you play as a kid. 4, 5, and 6?
0: Um, not until much later when I was, um, I want to say probably not until I was in high school I gave him my first shot um, because I didn't own a Nintendo after middle school, high school. Um, I didn't have those games, and this was before I could find them elsewhere. Like, right. um, you can find all of them now on computer. the Mega, yeah, computer. You can find them on DS, on um, the Mega Man Anniversary Collection on Steam. You can even like um,
1: Google. I'm sure there's like a Flash version. Oh yeah. On
0: you can, yeah. I mean, yeah, if you, these games are everywhere. Yeah. You can probably find ROMs if you own the game, because if you don't own the game, that's illegal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I didn't. I didn't really play them too much when I was younger. I think I might have had the anniversary collection on GameCube when I was a kid, so I had the opportunity to play him yeah. all the way up till 8. I think 1 through 8. But you played 8 as a kid. Right. All right. So, here we go. Here's a weird here's a weird timeline for you. Okay. So, we talked about Mega Man. Yep. Yep. Mega Man is the overarching franchise.
1: The guy in blue with the arm cannon, human-looking face. He's Mega Man. Yes. Okay. There are hundreds of Mega Man games. Oh, gosh, yeah. I I think the count is like 300 or something.
0: I couldn't even tell you how many there are. Most of them are Japanese. In this giant franchise. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just like Mario games. He's so iconic. He just shows up everywhere, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's a Mario. He's in Super Mario.
1: He's in Mario Tennis. He's in Mario Kart. He's in Mario Party. Yeah. Yeah. And you've
0: seen that some with Mega Man, too, where Super Smash Brothers on the Wii U. Right. Mega Man made an appearance there, and right. he's popping up every now and then right. elsewhere. And a lot of different games are made based off of him too. Right. Like 20XX was the game that we saw Gerard, uh, Gerard the Completionist play on his uh, spin-off show. But yeah. All these different games that people were making based off of a shooting platformer, a 2D shooting platformer. So we talked about Mega Man, the original Nintendo Mega Man. Uh, Nintendo had Mega Man 1 through 6. Again, they're all just sequels, very similar, where you have the eight robot masters, you defeat the guy.
1: When we get to 1993... Okay. Okay. I, um, first of all, I didn't... <laughs> I'm not... I'm only realizing just now that yeah. Mega Man's kind of complicated.
0: Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are um, so
1: many different worlds and right. universes
0: with Mega Man. We've only touched on the first one, the <laughs> right. most basic one. But even I'm explaining it, and, <laughs> and you're like, wow. Robot masters, weapons, order, and it's just
1: like... <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is kind of complicated.
0: Um... There was a, um, a show on YouTube called Pseud Colitis by Egoraptor, Raptor, Aaron Hansen. He did uh, a lot of what he talked about on his 30 minute show about Mega Man and Mega Man X. I'm going to reference a lot of too. So okay. um, if anybody hears that and wants to look more into it, check him out if you want. Yeah. But um, so we're on Nintendo. Times are changing. They're coming out with new consoles, getting more technology, able to um, become more efficient with memory right. and graphics. Um, they come out with the Super Nintendo in the early 90s. Big deal. Yeah, huge deal. I think Atari was 8-bit, Nintendo's 16-bit, then 32-bit on Super Nintendo. Yep. So okay. that means more colors, better sound, better graphics. graphics. you got parallax screening where your 2D character is moving on a plane, and there's a plane behind it moving yeah. slower. Yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, so
1: that you actually have a feel of depth,
0: and it really creates an awesome environment. Yeah. Um,
1: this Nintendo to Super Nintendo Jump is a huge one. It
0: was massive, yeah. Right. Being able to save a game. I think
1: the original Legend
0: of Zelda, you had to get an, a battery and put into the cartridge in order to save your game. Otherwise, you had to beat the game in one sitting. Right. Super Nintendo introduced uh, saving... It didn't have a memory card. I think no, it was, it was saved all inter- on the cartridge. It was saved on the cartridge, right? Right. Um, and you could start and stop the game however you want, and that gave way to longer games, right? Um, more experiences where you didn't have to slam everything down into a two-hour, two-hour game fest. Um, but like I said, so early '90s, this came, this new platform, um, the Super Nintendo comes out. Capcom starts thinking, what can we do different? Do we want to come out with another Mega Man game? Mega Man Seven.
1: The- Mega Man 7 came right. out um, no it's I mean that's what they're asking should we <laughs> yeah, come out should with, we Mega come out with another
0: Mega Man um, with the same same formula yep or should we change it up I think it was after Mega Man 4 or 5 they released Mega Man X oh someone behind us talking about something keep going Yeah, Jenga Jenga Jenga. They're having a Jenga competition Um, But right So after Mega Man 4 and 5 They start talking about A new franchise A new universe um, And that universe Is going to be Mega Man X Okay So now the main character Is no longer Mega Man His name is X But he still looks like Mega Man Just with more (laughs) graphics It's very confusing There's still Dr. Light His creator In there somewhere But we don't know If he's alive or not There's still a Dr. Wily, but he's no longer the focus. Um, Now it's a whole new universe between Mavericks and Reploids. It's very confusing. Right. But, like I said, with each game, the story and everything is confusing, but the overall theme is the same. You have eight Robot Masters or eight bosses. In this case, it's eight Mavericks, and you have to defeat them to defeat the one main guy who helps rally them all together or create them all. So... the thing that makes Mega Man X so much different is not only do you have different characters, different art, different, different level designs, all this stuff. You actually have the same movement. Like Mega Man still moves the same, same speed, most of, uh, mostly, still jumps the same, still shoots the same. The main difference is you can move a lot more. You can wall jump. You can dash on the ground. You can air dash. You can, you can eventually charge up your shots. Your, uh, your little lemons, you yeah. can charge them up to where they are giant blue energy shots and they do three times the amount of damage uh, for the cost of, you know, taking a little bit more time to charge it up. They introduced that after Mega Man 3, but that was a main staple that stuck around with Mega Man. Now, only, now not only do you just shoot regular um, small damage energy pellets to lemon, you can now decide, do I want to rush through this and shoot as much as I can or do I want right. to do this a little bit more strategically and... And do a lot more damage, but it's gonna be a little bit slower. Right. Spin off, roll back. Yeah. Roll, er, I roll love it, it, it back for a second. That's one thing that I, another thing that I really love about Mega Man. It does not reward quickness and cunning, it rewards well slow, like smooth and steady gaming and strategy. So, yeah. Again, referencing back to Super Mario Brothers. People can speedrun this game and just jump through it. You can skip enemies and, you know, it, you, the little mushroom guys, the Goombas. You can just jump over them and skip them, and they're not even a threat to you. In Mega Man, you can't do that. You have to... If you try to jump over an enemy or just skate through, they're gonna—they're programmed in a way where it's perfectly timed. Where if you jump over a person or try to slide by them, they're gonna hit you anyway.
1: Right. You gotta shoot them.
0: You've gotta shoot them. You've gotta slow down. You've gotta kind of take in and look at each enemy. How are they going to attack me? What—what what is their main purpose right now? Right. If I were to just jump over them, are they gonna hit me? Nine times out of ten, yes. You can't—you can't just. After you've learned the game to a point, you can speed run through it, but you're not going to be able to just to, you know, skip everything. You can't run through an entire level. You're going to have to take into account yeah. that you have to slow down and think or come up with a strategy before you just rush through it. Sometimes you have to go fast. Sometimes, fast Sometimes you have the to the safest option. Exactly, yeah. And even in later games, like, they make it where, okay, you have to outrun this boss or kind of like Indiana mm-hmm. Jones and Temple of Doom where you got a big rock coming down where you got to outrun something like that. Yeah, yeah. But the majority of the game is... Take your time, come up to an enemy, figure out how to beat it, beat it, then you go to the next thing. It's, right. it's much more smaller puzzles than it is a giant open-world puzzle that you have to just rush through and right. skip over time. Right, right. So that's that's one thing I really enjoyed about Mega Man X is you still have that uh, that challenge. Each enemy is difficult, you have to get through it, but now with all these different movements and dashings and uh, the air dashes and wall jumps, you can, you can kind of throw in some can I skip through this? It makes it a little bit easier because you don't have to kill every single enemy to defeat every single robot that you come across.
1: And and let's just emphasize, for those who are outside of this industry and game history and things like that, the jump from Mega Man 5 to Mega Man X was... huge. ...incredible. And Mega Man X felt so badass. (laughs) Right? I'll say it, yeah. No, yeah. It did. I mean, here here comes Super Nintendo... Yep. And then, like, on Super Nintendo, you think you're going to get the same old Mega Man? No, it's Mega Man X. He yeah. can wall jump, he can charge up, he His can art dash. looks cooler, he looks like
0: he's a lot stronger, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, the, even the intro stage, not even the intro stage, the title stage, when it shows Mega Man X, the title just right. flashes up. You've got, like, some fast electric guitar solo coming in and it, you feel music. so you still feel so cool playing. exactly yeah. like the high-pitched chip tunes that you had before those were cool yeah and you're like all right this is a really fun game but x just blows everything out of the water right. it's it's next level
1: yeah um it's still it's still many people's favorite right mega oh man to game. this day right
0: most of the time when you ask people their favorite mega man mega man x is the go-to yeah because it's it's still challenging of a game but it's so it's so innovative yeah, they, they come through and they throw all these new things at you, but they're not different enough where you're out of your element. Because again, it's a Mega Man game. Um, you and still the got controls the basic...
1: are just pristine, yeah. perfect. It's, when it's you... game design, a a yeah. When yeah.
0: you want to jump, you jump, and you know exactly where you're gonna jump to. Right. There's there's no um, there's not many glitches in the game right. where you can blame the, the mechanics or the controls on it. It's you still can right really only blame up. yourself. Yeah, right.
1: Did you play Mega Man X when it came out as a kid?
0: I had it on Super Nintendo. I did. Okay. and Can Again, you remember same, your first
1: impressions? Yeah,
0: same thing on Mega Man X. Uh, I never beat it as a kid. It was a tough game. I um, mean, I had to wait, wait until six, seven years old. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't think I. I don't think I beat Mega Man X all the way through until my freshman year of college.
1: Huh.
0: I, um, because that that final boss, the Sigma final boss, he's the the main overarching villain there. Um, that's a. Like grueling yeah. final boss. And I, rem- I remember beating him in college for the first time. And I was like, wow, I don't know how I did that as a kid. And then I had a moment. I was like, I don't think I did do this as a kid. <laughs> right. I think I just stopped after I beat all the, <laughs> all the Robot Masters. Right, right. Um, but no, I'll, I'll tell you, Mega Man X, the first boss I played, his name was Armor Armadillo. That's right. Kay? And here's another difference between Mega Man and Mega Man X. Mega Man, every Robot Master ends with a man. Not until Mega Man 9 when they end it with a woman on Splash Woman. They were breaking gender rules back then. Nice. Um, still are. Still are. Yeah, look at that. Mega Man X, every character is mostly named after an animal or uh, something similar to it. Uh, all of Mega Man X was an animal. And then they normally have an alliteration
1: on it or just some yeah. sort of like... Ads character. Exactly. Yeah. Like Boomer Quanger. Love it. Yeah. Is Boomer Quanger, he, what is he? What animal? Shoot, I
0: think it's just... I know his main weapon is like a boomerang, but I think Koanger is some sort of like Australian. Maybe I'm thinking of another character. I can't remember.
1: There's, there's Armand Armadillo. who's his yep. big Armadillo. There's um, yeah. Launch Octopus. Launch Octopus, Flame, uh, flame, flame Mammoth. Mammoth. That's
0: right. Um, Ice Penguin. Spark Mandrill. Spark Mandrill. That's the one where everyone's like, what's a mandrill? That's yeah. a type of uh, type of monkey from, <laughs> I want to say Africa. Um, and the dude looks like a giant monkey. And he hits you with electric attacks if yeah. you let him. He's named Spark. That's right. That's right. Um, and Storm Eagle's another one of them. Like, My favorite. These, yeah. Storm Eagle's stage is awesome. most cool thing about Storm Eagle's stage is it's all outside. That's great. Like, most levels... Are outside, like in a forest, or maybe in the Arctic, like in a snowfield. But the coolest thing about Storm Eagle is, for half the level, you're in the air on a ship. That's the really final cool. boss is not in a room. You're on uh, an airship that's in in flight or falling. Storm right? Eagle's yeah. airship. Storm Eagle's
1: airship. You are boarding his ship, yeah. and you're trying to take over the captain. It's so cool. Exactly. And th- this can go this can go for nearly all Mega Man games, but yeah. we haven't really touched on on a lot, but. If we had a three-hour Mega Man podcast, okay. we surely would. Yeah. The music of Mega Man series is, it's top. It's it's gives birth to things like Magfest, music right. and gaming festival, where exactly. everybody here knows the iconic song. Like yep. They even have a sign somewhere saying, if you want to hear
0: this stage music, it's probably in this direction near the the concert. Yeah, um, and floors.
1: and so I, I mentioned that here because Storm Eagle is my favorite Mega Man song in yeah. all of Mega Man's soundtrack lore. Have you
0: heard it recently? Did you hear it at MacFest here yet?
1: I would, I would imagine that
0: a lot of Mega Man songs would be played here like I throughout think, the day.
1: I haven't been to a show where they played a lot, but there have been bands that have played the Storm Eagle. Right. Yeah. Any listeners who are unfamiliar with Mega Man soundtrack, just Google Storm Eagle, Mega Man X, right. on YouTube. and You're going to love it. Wow. You're, you're just going to get such a good flavor of what Mega Man music is all about. Okay, so let, you want to shoot back to the timeline? Yeah. Real so, play? so like I said, we have the Mega Man series. Yep.
0: Um, that went from Mega Man one through six, the original small sixteen bit blue pixelated character. Mega Man seven comes out on Super Nintendo. He gets a little bit bigger. His ch- his moves change a little right. bit uh, because that's Super Nintendo. You got a new platform. You're just changing up a little bit. Boom! Mega Man eight. Different platform. We're now on the PlayStation. We now have a capability of video cutscenes. We have over, uh, (laughs) or voiceovers for these cutscenes. Now we have a voice to Mega Man, which some might say is a terrible mistake for this game.
1: And we're gonna Uh, talk about that. You wanna talk about
0: that right now? well, I'll keep talking about the timeline okay, for okay. a second. I'm gonna come back to Mega Man Eight because that's my favorite Mega Man. Right. Okay? And spoiler we'll, alert that's, for spoiler this podcast. Right. Yeah. Um, so Mega Man Eight on the PlayStation. Mega Man Nine and Ten don't come out till late 2000s. Early. Yeah, I think it was 2009. That doesn't even come out on a platform. It comes out on Xbox Live Arcade, on the PC, on um, WiiWare. Wii, yeah. Yeah. Um, now you have different ways to play this type of game. Right right from the get go. They and they go back to the original eight bit or sorry, the original
1: 16-bit Mega Man. Version. Right, it was kinda Mega Man 10 was kinda pitched as a callback a retro. Right, nine and ten were yeah. both that, where fantastic enough the music and the
0: level design goes back to the original where they limit themselves now that you have an Xbox 360 that can that can manage, you know, full 3D renderings of games. No, we're going to go back to a 2D pixelated platformer, only being able to use three notes at once, only being able to use, like, 16 to 24 colors at once on a screen. They're limiting themselves, but it's magic in how they make it feel like a modern game still with the old. Even if you were to listen to the music from 9 and 10, it still sounds like something that somebody made today.
1: Do you like 9 and 10?
0: I do. I haven't played 10 yet. It's on my list still, 9. 9. I have that soundtrack on my phone right now. That's great. Yeah, it's it's great soundtrack. That's sweet. But even the mechanics of that game, you look at it and say, like, I would have never thought of seeing that in an old Mega Man
1: game. That's cool.
0: Kind of like Shovel Knight. You've played Shovel Knight. where it's, Shovel Knight. it's It's um, got that older feel to an- it. That's Pixel- another platformer game. Yeah. Yeah. Shovel Knight, another platformer, but it has those same pixelated graphics, but it was made, what, three years ago, three or four years ago? Yeah. It feels modern in the way that it moves and the way it controls and the music and the gameplay, but it also feels like an old game just because of the graphics and the music style that they choose. So it's it's a great balancing act between them all. Because okay. if they just threw out a game that f- played, like, a game out of the 1980s, nobody's going to want to play that, it's, you know? Right. It's not innovative enough. It's, it's And we've learned. We've, we've learned how to design. We've exactly. Learned the so art has why would, been pushed. Yeah, why right? would we be going with something super easy? Right. Like, that just shows maybe you don't have enough of a budget or you don't have the experience, but somehow these guys make it... make a brand new game with older technology it seems or making it feel like older technology while keeping it a modern game that everybody still wants to play love it Um, alright going back to the timeline (laughs) so we've talked about the Mega Man timeline 1 through 10 okay that's the original Mega Man the dude's name is Mega Man Blue Bomber he's got the blue suit the blue helmet the human looking like face we talked about Mega Man X that universe goes all the way up I think until X8 it's either X8 or X9. I forget. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah it's it, it had a lot, and that had a lot of changes through it too. It started as a 2D 2D platformer on um, Super, Nintendo. Super Nintendo, and then it goes on to jump to other platforming or other uh, video game consoles. PlayStation is where I remember playing it. Mega Man X4. You keep going after that. Uh, Mega Man X7, I think, is the first the first iteration of a 3D Mega Man game. Interesting. I um, yeah, I haven't I haven't delved into the later X games. Okay. Um, I'm more of a purist when it comes to it. I like Mega right. Man X and the original Mega Man series. Right. Let's talk about a different franchise. So, the Mega Man Legends. Okay. Okay. Also known as Mega Man 64. This came out early 2000, early 2000 late uh, late 90s. I think 97 was the first time it came out. This is a full 3D tank controlled Mega Man game. He's not. His name isn't even Mega Man. He has a last name. What his is his first name's Mega Man. I think his last name's Volnut or something like that. V O L N U T. Yeah, he, like a different character, different universe, same franchise for the most yeah. part. Yeah. This has uh, weapon customization. It's more of an RPG than it is a platformer. It's uh, 3D. When I say tank control, that means like you have to rotate the character in order to move forward in that direction. Right. It's it's. Um, a little bit more primitive of a technology. You don't really see it too often because yeah. it feels like you're driving a tank instead of a character. Yeah. Um, that is uh, So the game that they're playing behind us right now I think is Mega Man Legends. You're right. It yep, is. That's yeah. the original Mega Man Legends. And it also goes by a different name, Mega Man 64, because it came out on Nintendo 64. So they called it that. Um, but it's essentially the same game with probably just tweaked graphics. But yeah, it, it is not a platformer. It's It broke the mold as a Mega Man game because... Hmm. People loved it so much they start coming up with different ideas. What are we gonna do? We can't just keep doing the same stuff. Just like they did with Mega Man X, can't keep doing the same stuff. We gotta tweak it, gotta get it yep. better, gotta keep people coming back for more. This blew it out of the water. Um, and is Mega Man Legends pretty loved? See, I don't know. I don't like. You could ask uh, yeah. ten different people and get ten different. We could ask somebody walking by right now. Hey, what do you think of this game? Um, I liked it as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't like it for the same reason I liked the original Mega Man and Mega Man X series because it's just a different game, you know. Yeah, right. You could you could say like you really like Monopoly, but you're excuse m-
1: me. Can we ask you a question? Do you do you like Mega Man Legends? Never played
0: it. You never, never played, played
1: it? it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. All right, we're talking about Mega Man Legends, so we wanted to know yeah. how you liked it. It's a great game, <laughs> yeah, man. Take care. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. There you go.
0: Some people haven't even played it.
1: He said, "I haven't played it, but it's a yeah. great game. He loves it. Yeah. He's has well, been like sitting here saying, watching it. Yeah.
0: Like I was saying, like if you like board games, you like Monopoly, that doesn't mean you're going to like another board game because it's in the same family, you know? Right. right. Um, just because you like Mega Man, the original Mega Man and Mega Man X, doesn't mean you're going to like Mega Man Legends. It's a little different for everyone. Yeah, but choose what you want. Right. Choose the Mega Man you want. Live the Mega Man you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, um there was a Legends and they came out with a couple of spinoffs. We saw them playing uh, the Misadventures of Tronban, which is a very rare um, PlayStation game spin-off in the Mega Man Legends universe. Let's talk about a different franchise. Okay. okay, okay? Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> We're getting too deep. We're getting deep. We're getting t- You don't even know how deep this thing goes. It's Mega Man's
1: all the way down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I, I want to go back. I want to okay. I want to I want to make this more uh Less about the giant. We we can sit here and talk about 200 games about Mega Man if we want to. But I'm going to go back to Mega Man 8. Let's go back to Mega Man 8. Because that's what I want to end this interview with. Okay. Is you and your experience with Mega Man 8. Because you weren't going to get through this interview without me talking to you about Mega Man 8 is your favorite Mega Man game. There's a lot. There's a
0: lot of controversy there. (laughs)
1: There's a lot, yeah. Nobody
0: likes Mega Man Eight. <laughs> okay? If you remember one thing from this podcast episode, know that nobody likes Mega Man Eight. And go listen to Storm Eagle.
1: That's your two home. Go listen
0: to Storm Eagle, nobody likes Mega Man Eight. <laughs> right. Okay? Alright, so Mega Man Eight is in the Mega Man franchise. The original one that we talked about. Yep. Playstation and one. Playstation one is Mega Man Eight. The originals were on Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Mega Man Eight, different looking guy. Okay, he's not 8-bit. He's not 32-bit. He's he's a rendered sprite. Yep. Um, a rendered 2B, 2D sprite. Since it's on the PlayStation, they wanted to expand a little bit more. It originally was in Japan when they uh, they created all the um, cutscenes in between levels in Japan. For the first
1: time, we have video cutscenes. We right? have
0: video. Yep. Full rendered cutscenes. We have. Um, Well, they were anime cutscenes, so full-drawn cutscenes. Which is
1: already a a decision.
0: Already a choice that was made. Um, They had voiceovers. So, like we said, Mega Man now has a voice. Which in Japan, I'm sure that it was okay. Okay? But when they... A year or two later, when they brought it to the States in the mid-late 90s... Here it comes. They used the same... (laughs) They used the same... Scenes, the same cutscenes, but they just voiced over in English, which you see sometimes in like English, uh, yeah, dubbed dubs. anime. Yeah, the mouths don't match up with the voices. That's okay. Haha, ha, it's something we always talk about in um, anime or even Japanese action movies. Like yeah. pick any Bruce Lee movie. If they dub it in English, it's gonna look funny because right. the voices don't match up. They could have done something with Mega Man, right? Like, it's a cartoon. You can at least match it up. Maybe get a good voice actor right. that you can just ignore that it's dubbed. So they... <laughs> Here's another homework assignment. Just go watch any cutscene from Mega Man 8. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. They... <laughs> it's like they had two hours before they ended the production <laughs> right. of the game and they said crap we forgot to dub all this <laughs> let's find anyone like yeah you, you look like you could be a mega man voice sure <laughs> yeah um it sounds like dr light in the scenes where he talks it sounds like they got like a drunk uncle off the street <laughs> and we're not even we're not, we're not even, even joking yeah this is like you watch it they probably did one take and they said yeah that'll work <laughs> Like, it sounds at one point where the voice actor for Dr. Light forgets Mega Man's name, and he has some weird speech impediment, and, like, maybe another
1: take or two would fix that. No. They decided, we're just going to roll with it. We're just going to go with it. Give us your best impression of of Dr. Light. Just, he kind of sounds Elmer Fuddy. Yeah, because he has, like I said, a little speech impediment. He doesn't pronounce everything right. Which, the idea of a voice actor having a speech impediment. Yeah unapologetically and unintentionally is what makes Mega Man 8 right. what it
0: is. So I think the scene I'm talking about with Dr. Light, uh, Mega Man comes in, he says, uh, there's another robot Dr. Light's working on to get him back to full health. And Mega Man comes in, he's like, Dr. White, how is everything? Is he okay? And Dr. Light just goes, I'm almost finished. He should be 100% any moment now. Like, you're a doctor. You're a scientist. Why do you sound like some, like wino hobo living off the streets all of a sudden you came into this great internship with robots like, you,
1: build robot. you build robots you build robots you built mega man's fully sound? sentient exactly. ai technology and it's not
0: like you were born with that speech impediment we could pick literally anybody to voice dr light and they chose him so anyway people don't like mega man 8 because of those cutscenes most time because they're yep. just ridiculous Others don't like it because he doesn't um, move the same way as the original. Mega Man 1 through 7, they are 1 through 6, maybe a little bit different than 7. He moved the same speed as always. He jumped the same height as always. Mega Man 8 was, even though it's the 8th in that series, it just feels totally different. Yeah, he's a, um, he's a different
1: size. The camera is zoomed in a little
0: bit more. Right? right,
1: his jump is not
0: nearly as high. He still slides. He still powers up his shot, but everything just feels different. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They change it a little bit where instead of just going all the way through one level, now each level is split into two levels where you have, like, uh, Grenade Man Part 1 and Grenade Man Part 2 before you actually try to fight Grenade Man. That changes it up a little bit. But, yeah, yeah, just because it feels like such a different game, not many
1: people like it. It's, It's not the same Mega Man. Okay, so not many people like it. Not many people like it. But it's your favorite. It's my favorite. It, I grew bring up, up. Bring me okay. into that. So
0: like we said, I grew up on 2 and 3 when I was a kid because yep. we had that on Nintendo. When we got the PlayStation, the family got the PlayStation. We loaded up. My dad had uh, the Die Hard trilogy with the light gun and the, the driving one where it nice. was Die Hard 2 with a vengeance, I think. He loved that game. That was my dad's game. My sister's uh, Jessie, she played... Um, Final Fantasy 7 with her friends so that's actually how I got into Final Fantasy 7 that's a whole Get different out. story yeah. um, I remember the first also enemy. it's
1: 30th anniversary
0: this year that's right it is. Final
1: Fantasy.
0: I, could, I could go on about like my first ex- uh, yeah. impression on that but um, <laughs> they had a Mega Man game for Playstation 1 and it was Mega Man 8 and I told my dad I wanted it and like, like I've, I've played, Mega, played Mega, Mega Man before I've played it before this will be cool and since I was young and impressionable I didn't really have a strong opinion about Mega Man back then I loved it you know, it was bright and colorful. It had so many different um, sounds and level designs that appealed to me as a 10-year-old Yeah, yeah. Sure, it might have felt a little kiddie, like, like I said, appealing to kids. But, hey, it worked for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I loved it. I beat that game for the first time in high school, I want to say. Either middle school or high school. Um, but the first uh, eight Robot Masters, I beat them so many times as a kid really, where you just go through whichever order you want I created my own order and I still follow it to today um, I played it recently back in was that August or September when I was with
1: you? Yeah yeah, you, you I played it, play it again
0: it. Uh, then on uh, Steam on PC Yeah, and still the same uh, level order I'll, I'll never waver from it and I'll never waver I'll never from waver. waver. that's your order that you discovered yourself yep. I do yeah. grenade man frost man tango man clown man then the middle stage where you fight duo and you have all those crazy cutscenes. Right. And then I do Aquaman, Flame Man, or sorry, Sword Man, Search Man, Astro Man. And then you go to uh, the Dr. Wily stages. Nice. And that's what works for me. Everybody says start with a different boss, they say go to this place right. instead. This game also has power ups similar to Mega Man 7 where you could um, collect bolts. And sell them for power-ups. Also, ups.
1: Be, also very polarizing for people. Oh yeah, people yeah.
0: either love that um, or they hate it. it. It does make the game easier in some aspects, and right. it makes it tougher in others. Right. Um, or you can choose not to even play with them at all. Right. Uh, I always, I tend to always use the uh, arrow shot power-up just because, after you charge up a shot, it uh, hits an enemy, and then it shoots out four projectiles past the enemy. Nice. So you can just clear levels a little bit quicker. And it works on uh, different bosses a little bit differently. But anyway, again, Mega Man 8, I fell in love with. Even after, like, the Internet came around and I start search around, like, oh, I wonder if other people like Mega Man 8 as much as I do. I was crushed. You were crushed. I was like, man, nobody likes, like, looking at polls of what, what Mega Man's your favorite. 8 was always dead last. <laughs> yeah. Like, no matter what. You find, like, a BuzzFeed article. You have a content creator talking about their favorite Mega Man games. Right. Eight is the bottom every single time. Gerard right. the Completionist said in an episode on Mega Man Eight. He said this game is trash because yeah. of these cutscenes and everything. How different it is. He still, you know, pointed out the good things, but yeah, yeah, compared yeah. to all the other games of the other Mega Man series, he hates Eight.
1: Yeah, so, and I kind of, I kind of see Eight as a Star Wars prequel. Exactly. Yeah. I was eight years old when I watched the Phantom Menace. Loved it.
0: Yeah, and you love it.
1: I, I got hey, lightsabers. F- 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 I you. got pie racing. I got Jar Jar. I was laughing. Yep. I was eight. And then then you wake up and you realize, why does everybody hate my eight-year-old lights? Yeah, but I think it just goes to show that there are times where I think we, maybe sometimes as adults, sense something that in a movie or franchise that we care about or whatever that we don't like. Just remember that maybe there are kids out there. Yeah. Experience. This is is theirs. This is
0: their Mega Man 8. This is their Mega Man 8. Don't crap on their Mega Man 8.
1: Don't crap on people's Mega
0: Man 8s. (laughs) It's (laughs) nice. And it's, it's funny coming to MAGFest every year. So me and my love for Mega Man 8, I might go try to find it in the console room and play a few levels of it. Right. I remember last year, you might have been with me or you might have left. Um, I was playing Mega Man 8, got through four levels, and then somebody came up behind me, somebody and his friends. I was like, oh, do you want to play? He's like, yeah, I'll jump in. And I was like, okay, do you know like, how to play? I want to make sure I'm not just handing off the game and leaving. Right. Like, do you know how to play? You know, this is Mega Man 8. Thinking not many people play this game because not many people like it. And this guy goes, oh, man, Mega Man 8, me and my friends played this all the time as a kid. I love this. And it brought so much joy knowing that there was somebody else who loves this game. And you hugged him. I didn't. But I wanted to. (laughs) I wanted to do a a mental hug. Thank you. Um, Even last year, uh, I watched a little bit of the Mega Man 8 um, Mega Manathon run through, which I don't think I could ever do because I watched some of these guys do it. They love the game to the point where they speed run it, like
1: maybe just over an hour. The yeah, fastest, and they devote they devote years, years to years perfecting the their skills on this game. Exactly.
0: Right. I think the fastest I ever played this game was just over two hours. Um, which, as a kid, if you told me I could do that nowadays, I would be like, That's "Yeah, it's not impressive." Even awesome. Yeah, yeah. But seeing somebody run through the game that fast because they love it to the point where to see somebody who wants to perfect their run throughs that much. Um, it's, it's very rare. I mean, you'll always see people who speed run a game. There's no game out there that somebody nobody plays. Yeah. Somebody somebody likes everything. That, right. That's a lesson some peop- to learn. Some people
1: like most things. That's a lesson that, to learn from yeah. Mega Man. Um, somebody likes everything. Somebody likes everything. If there's something, somebody likes it. Somebody likes something. <laughs> that's, that's
0: for sure. When I say, like, Mega Man's my obsession, I would say even Mega Man 8 might be my obsession within the obsession.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's your baby. Yeah.
0: Yeah even like knowing every little nook and cranny of everything. I don't I don't claim to know the game as well as most people, but do you want to get to know it more? I do and I don't. I would I think I've done one playthrough where I got every every extra bit. I beat it 100%. I don't think I'd ever want to get to that point where I right. know where everything is. Right. Where I just you know, blast through a game and I don't even have to think twice about it.
1: Right. Um,
0: just because I know how much work that would be, and I wouldn't want to half-ass that. I would, yeah. I would tell myself, like, you're going to keep doing this until you get it right. So I think the only way to win that game is to not play it at all. <laughs> right. Of, yeah, yeah. of completing it to, or perfecting it to that point. Yeah. With everything, whenever I talk about Mega Man, I mean, I would say, I'm sure... With all your episodes that you've done of My Obsession, you've probably seen a lot of people that have always been obsessed with a certain thing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got me thinking, like, how did I identify Mega Man as an obsession? Like, did yeah. I naturally grow into that? Or did other people identify it for me, and then I accepted it? It's a great question. Um because a great question to kick off season two. Yeah, there you go. You know, edit this to the, to the, prequel, or the pre-episode. <laughs> to the prequel. Yeah, let everybody know. Because growing up, I played Mega Man. You know, in college, when you were my roommate, that one year I played Mega Man. Yeah. I guess it was always there. I never really made it a point to claim it as my own. Uh, not until about three years ago. I think it was even at this Mag Fest when you got me some Mega Man art. It was either some pixelated art. I think it was a three D pixel bead Cut Man that I still have. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was the jumping Mega Man, man out on my fridge right now. But I started collecting those things, and then I started noticing. Every time a birthday or a Christmas or just a gift exchange came around, I was getting Mega Man stuff, and I was pumped. I was like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is cool. I want everybody to know I'm the Mega Man guy. Give me Mega Man crap. Yeah. <laughs> um, before that, I don't think
1: anybody really,
0: it, it wasn't vocalized. Maybe people knew, like, oh, yeah, JT likes Mega Man. Like, he's pretty good at the game.
1: Give me a few minutes. What are your thoughts on where the franchise is going? Okay. I mean, that's um, to talk about the future of Mega Man, right? And, and we did mention
0: that a little bit earlier. Yeah. This is the 30th anniversary. Right. I think you sent me an article last November, a couple months ago, um, from a forum of people asking, "What's going to happen with Mega Man this year?" It's the 30th anniversary. We haven't gotten anything substantial over mm-hmm. the past probably five years. I want right. to say just significant. Yeah. yeah. Um, they had a, a spin-off, uh, Mighty Number no. Nine, from the same producers, but that didn't take off nearly at all. Everybody's wondering, what are we going to get? Are we going to get another Mega Man X? Are we going to get a new Mega Man franchise? Or are we going to get another Mega Man? People are like, they're not going to do a Mega Man 11. That's, They already did a 9 and 10, and mm-hmm. those were you know, mediocre to okay. So nobody was expecting at the beginning of this year when Capcom released, they already know it's coming. Yeah. Um, everybody clapping over there. They're getting ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they released Mega Man 11's trailer, or just a... A they splash. They yeah.
1: had so they had a Mega Man 30th anniversary live show. Yeah, and then at the end of the show, yep, they it's played this video. Coming 2018. Yeah,
0: they played a video where they previewed every single Mega Man game. Yeah, um, between 1987 yeah, all the way like up to a tribute to, video. Exactly, um, and they said 2018, and he picks up a question mark and it says it's Mega Man 11, and they showed a couple images or a couple clips of him going through the game or different levels. And it looks clean.
1: It looks real good. It looks
0: good, man. Yeah. Like, Are you excited? Like, I am. I, I've only seen that video once or twice because I don't want to get myself too excited about mm-hmm. it. But I know it's going to be good. Like, they've been putting in a lot of time, I'm sure. Until, yeah. Um, everybody's really excited about it. It's it's calling back to the roots where even watching the video, you can tell he moves, he jumps, he slides, and fires. like yeah. Essentially the exact same way he did, which...
1: Which is great
0: is like I said, going back to its roots. It's fixing what they did wrong in Mega Man Seven and Eight, where um, where he just it's it's a different character. It's a different game. But if you have the same mechanics, the same move sets, you want to feel feels the right. same. Exactly. Then you know you're playing. It's it's gonna make you feel so nostalgic for what you had before, but also is gonna blow your mind with the graphics and the level designs and mechanics that come into it. So. That's coming out late this year, 2018, Mega Man 11. Look for it. You can't miss it.
1: can't miss it. can't miss it. That's um, going to be great.
0: It's going to be awesome. I'm, I think I'm
1: more excited to watch you play Mega Man 11 than I am to play Mega Man 11. It's going to be something else. And yeah. I
0: guarantee you, since this is the first time I'm playing Mega Man 11, most people's first time, Yeah. I'm not going to read a guide. I'm not going to find out I love it. What, uh, what levels and bosses to beat first and which weapons to use. I want to go through, just like we did when we were kids and yeah. didn't have any of that info. No cheats, no mods, no Game Genie, anything yeah. like that. I want to go through and take my own notes say, okay, this guy doesn't do well with this weapon or anything like that. I want to I wanna go through and kind of have that childhood wonder going through yeah. yeah, Yeah, you'll get it. I'll get it. But no, I'm really excited. And I, and I know that most people, if you've never even heard of Mega Man, how did you make it through this whole episode? Number one. <laughs> right. Number two, uh, give it a shot. Yeah. Like, you're going to get frustrated if you have no clue what this is and you want to play the game. Uh, any of them. Uh, Mega Man X series, if you want to play any of the original yeah. series. They're tough. I mean, this is known as an unforgiving game, for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, so, just one last thing on that. Yeah. I remember when I approached you. Oh, uh, gosh. Wanting, I, I approached JT some years ago. We'll, we'll end with this. Yeah. I approached JT some years ago with... I had never really played Mega Man growing up, and I said, JT... Tell me how to get into Mega Man. Teach I just me. I just want to understand it. I want to know my games and know what's what's what. A few days later, I get an email. <laughs> JT had com- typed up an entire class syllabus <laughs> to Mega Man One Thousand One from Mega Man University. Yep. And I made a logo. He made a logo.
0: I had the Title Nine blurb in there. <laughs> right. What to do when there's a, an emergency? Call this. It was a Mega class Man number syllabus. <laughs> yeah. And for uh, MMU intro to platforming. No, I think that was the prerequisite, was yeah, intro yeah. to platforming.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> and that summer I played Mega Man 2 3 6, 6 and 1. Yeah. And then I and then I played X. No, no, you made me watch a video on X. Yeah, but then I wanted you to watch X, X
0: and watch 8. Right. And just because I knew you didn't have them on the right. on the DS with you, but yeah,
1: you got to play 2 3 was it 2 3 4 6 1? You didn't make 2 me 3 play 4, 6 1. 2 3 6 1. Yeah. yeah. And um, then and that was that's a good place to start. Yeah. Um, I would. I would even recommend people if that not float your boat, then Mega Man X is a great place right. to start.
0: I know most people say X is a little bit easier than the original Mega Man games. I can see that, but it, that doesn't make it any. I believe it. I feel yeah, it. it. That doesn't make it an easy game. Yeah, it yeah. might be easier, but not easy. Yeah. Um, I think even uh, Kevin. Said they're, they're playing played, the Mega Man Eleven. They're playing uh, the launch trailer behind us right now. Yeah. I think Kevin even played Mega Man X for a little bit last night and only beat maybe one. One boss after yeah. about two or three hours, when most people might even beat the game in that short amount right. of time. Like it's, it's a hard game if you've never played a Mega Man game. Yeah. So love it. go into it knowing you're gonna get frustrated. Walk away from and that's it. And the don't always, of it. Yeah. Pause the game and walk away. Don't don't just give up on it. That's for yeah. Sure. I think that's why I started you with two and three because even though they're tough they're easier than one because yeah. one is just relentless so yeah. I wanted you to get some experience on your belt before you went to the hard one
1: yeah and the but class yeah. had me made, made me like write a yep. one page two page paper yep. on tell how me Mike's your thoughts paper.
0: of what you thought yeah right what you liked what you didn't like tell that's me right. about the music um, that's right and I did yeah it was fun you even had to take a couple of tests. That's and you right. Passed them
1: all. And I passed them both. What? Way to go! So, okay, JT. All right, this is fun. This is so good. I talked about Mega Man for a long time. You, you could, and you could have gone more. That's I could the, have. Yeah, you had to stop me. You,
0: you had to hold me. <laughs> back. Slow down. Let's, let's oh, not go through the time I didn't even get when you are about to
1: launch from Mega no. Man Legends into. Yeah, we oh. still
0: have two more universes I didn't even touch. <laughs>
1: Which say Battle, the names of
0: those? Battle Network and Star Force.
1: Mega Man Battle Network and Mega Man Star Force. I've never yeah. even heard of Mega Man Star Force. There you go. That's that hey, says maybe, everything you need to know right maybe there.
0: My obsession season three, a little sneak peek. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Just kidding.
1: Thank you, JT. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks for listening to the first episode of season two of My Obsession. Wanted to close out with an acapella color of one of my favorite Mega Man tracks. The artist here is Smooth McGrew. Go check him out. If you enjoyed this conversation, it'd be a huge help if you rate and review the show on iTunes. That really does go a long way. And thanks to all who wrote reviews for Season 1. Finally, I want to talk to you about your obsession. If you or somebody you know wants to come on the show, email me at myobsessionpodcast at gmail.com. My Obsession is produced by me, Marcus Privett, And thank you so much to all the guests who gave me a few hours to record with them. All guests' opinions are their own. The music at the beginning was Mega Man 3 title theme, and the music playing now is by Smooth McGroove, and it's the Metal Man theme song. I am Marcus Privet. Until next time.